May 20, 2020. It's a lot from Pedro's show.
Waffle Pedro Show. Happy Wednesday, people. Getting to the last days of May. We're not there yet, though. And come on, what? Oh, I did have him muted. Uh, my brother Matt, we're in Quentin Quarantino mode, so Brother Matt is still sequestered at the Love Grotto down the Pleasure Point a couple miles away. But uh, I'm not totally man alone because those engineers in Estonia with their Skype software, I got Katie Jane Garsai with me. Welcome, Katie. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Hi, and, and Hi Mike. Are, you're, you're, you're talking to me from England? Yep. Yes, I am. I'm on the little bit on the left-hand foot that goes out into the sea right in on the south and the south coast. So the little bit that goes out into the Atlantic is Cornwall. Cornwall, I was going to say because, uh, well, I've, I made a record with a band called Tripper in Plymouth, which is near, I think uh, uh, Devon's the next one, right? Isn't yeah, it? yeah. No, Plymouth is... Uh, in in a way, it's like the biggest city to hit cl uh, close closest to here. It's a couple of hours away. And yeah. you know what's big for me about Cornwall? Go. There's an actor named Robert Newton who was from there. Oh, and if you see okay. a movie before Robert Newton, he his big ones was like uh, Treasure Island and Bluebeard and stuff like this. But if you oh. see a movie before Robert Newton, pirates don't know how to talk in the movies. Robert Newton used his Cornwall accent to invent pirate talk. So he is the patron <laughs> he is the patron saint. Yeah, they didn't know of course, you know, there was French ones and Spanish ones and but even England ones, nobody knew how they really talked till Robert Yeah, Newton. So thank you, Robert. Until he until he until he talked to yeah. Right. And basically he just used what he grew up with, right? Like our uh, bring me another cabin, boy. This one's tour, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> By the way, September 19th is, is Talk Like a Pirate Day. So okay. that's how I know about this kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. We started the show off with John Coltrane doing After the Rain. And then Liar Flower, one of your projects with Geiger Counter. Uh, oh. Katie Jane, what's your earliest musical recollection? Well, I had... Um... Uh, one of those little suitcase record players yeah. and it was in my room with my little sister and I think I was probably maybe five, five years old and Mel would have been younger and uh, we, we used to just play a seven inch single of um, Downtown oh, by wow. Petula Clark. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just over and over and over again and I know we are just so obsessed with that, and it just sounded so, so uh, thrilling and uh, and exciting and full of you know, it's like full of promise, and yeah. So that that was that I remember that really clearly, and that was the only one we would play. It's just that seven, that song over and over again. You know, I got to connect with that too because for a couple of years, I don't know, I was six or seven and. Uh, Five or six, maybe. And we lived up in upstate New York because my pop was a sailor getting trained nuclear uh, engine yeah. room stuff. And my mom went on a local TV station. This is by a park called Schenectady. Is that a name? That's a name. Dutch name. Yeah. I got it. And she yeah. sang maybe. that song, yeah. Katie Jane. My mom sang that song at a local station, and it's in my head as a Did a she really? Memory. Wow. <laughs> yeah, my mom did a little singing when she was younger. 
in a, a swing band, and then she did this thing when I was a boy. My little sister was born right around then. <laughs> that's a trip. Uh, yeah, okay. that's really really sweet, isn't it? My my dad was in. Uh, he was in. He was. We we were an army family, so we moved around everywhere. He was in special forces, and uh, yeah, we led, led an itinerant life from. All, yeah, all you get over. used to touring when you have uh, parents like that. You do, don't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. We never stayed we in one place more than you know. Now uh, this record, uh, th this record by Petula Clark, Downtown. Did you uh, get it for yourself, or was it a gift? No, it was just. It just was with this suitcase record player. Oh, it just was. Okay. I have no idea. I have no idea where it came from. It was just. I guess it must have belonged to you know one of the former of, owner of the record player. Uh, what do you remember yeah. the first record that you bought for yourself? Well, I had to. I've. You know, I admit to having really sh shot memory, and I don't know if it's actually shot. I just don't think I actually hold much. But I had had I had to think about this just recently, and uh, it ended up being like quite something quite <laughs> something quite cool. But this, but there is there is a story to it, and it was uh, Booker T's um, Green Onions. Oh yeah, the OGs. Yeah, yeah, and that was when I guess I was about fourteen. But um, I'd, uh, I'd, I was, I was really into BMX, BMX bikes and bicycles. Uh, yeah, yeah, and there was these uh, some cool, cool kids that uh, were wearing long green coats, and they they turned out to be, they turned out to be mods. And so I kind of I went that way for a little while. You know, I tried it on and kind of liked it. And uh, bought the records that they were buying, and wow. so that's how that happened. Yeah. Sam Phillips, when he uh, got his other studio going, I got to record with Tab Falco and Larry Mullins there, and I saw the organ that Booker T wrote "Green Onions" on. No. Yeah, is that a trip? About five, four years ago, three years ago. Uh, how exciting! What uh, now? At the, where you grew up or these different pads you grew up. I know you spent some time on a boat, too. Was there musical yeah. instruments? No. No, there was nothing, actually. Um, the, the, uh, my, my sister actually was quite a savant. She could, like, play anything. Wow. Um, so, she, but there's no, there's no, uh, there was no, uh, uh, you know, no, there was no kind of encouragement in that direction. There was no, there was no discouragement. But so she could sort of play, write tunes at three or whatever on the piano. Wow. Um, but I think where. Uh, oh, so there was a I piano. There was a piano in the house. No, no, no. There wasn't. No, there was nothing. There, there was no musical instruments. Okay. I mean that. Okay. I think she found her way to an acoustic guitar. Uh, she's four years younger than me. Um, but no, there was no my mum. My mum and dad were really, really young, and they loved to, you know, they did. They played a lot of uh, Beatles and Stones. So they're more and, listeners uh, instead of music makers. Yeah, yeah. What about yeah, school, yeah. Katie Jane? At school, were you in the well, choir or the band or that kind of stuff? I had this. This um, I got again. This is going back to the army stuff. We like moved around so much that yeah. I've got no memory of of place. Or teachers or friends or but I have this 
memory of of uh, having dressed as a lamb, having to sing a sing a solo. Oh wow! I, I guess I was about six, and the lyric was so strange. I remember it was like, "Woe is me! Oh how tragic! Oh what a fearful fate! The flowering hope of Athens has been cut down in full bloom." And I, I had wow. to sing that solo when I was about How old six. Were you? But now I look at that, that makes up my whole life. Yeah, it was, <laughs> your, it was your first gig, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was, you know, spent the rest of the How time dressed you? as a lamb, kind of, you know, singing about dying flowers, really. So. The, the, the lamb gig, how old were you? <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I, must, I, um, I must have been six, something like that. Have you ever that, heard six, of this? Yeah. Uh, character called little bo peep was it like little bo peep i don't know it must have been a nativity but i just oh, okay, i looked up okay, those okay. words the other day and i can't find them i've just got no idea well or maybe it maybe it wasn't maybe it was maybe it was like harvest or something but usually in this country you only do like the christmas you know christmas little school sure. plays and stuff but when I hear so cut I, I down just... flowers, I'm thinking of like maybe a World War One song or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really, really. I, I did. I searched up those words and I can't find anything. Wow. You know, I can't find any origin for it. See, I'm trying to trace how you got in. Uh, you know, got where you were with music and the beginning things. It seems like everybody's got a different journey, and so the way you came yeah. out. So. Uh, what was the first gig you saw? You, you were with these mod people. So oh, just... no, I, I didn't see anything then because okay. that, that was like about, uh, okay, so that was about 14. So before, I think what was really fundamental was the time at sea when I went from, that was 11 till uh, 14, well, 13. I just turned 14 when we got back. And what we did have was loads of uh, cassette tapes of the of uh, great musical of the great music, you know, like uh, My Fair Lady and Sound of Music and Carousel and you know, West Side Story. Speaking and of Cornwall, things, we, speaking of Cornwall, Pirates of Pen Penzance. Penzance, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't. We never had that one actually. No, but it's but, the furthest town, right? Right on the. It end. is, yeah, yeah. That's that is the last one that steps uh, steps out into the sea. Yeah, it is. So that's that place is. I do really, really love that place. Did you go there? No, I want to, but you know, I, of course, the, the Gilbert O'Sullivan, right? The uh, kind of uh, sing song. My sisters like musicals and stuff, so I know a little bit, mm -hmm. but not much. Okay. Well, I think that's what kind of that did it because we were like two years in isolation on a tiny boat getting around the world pretty fast. Wow, um, that's a tour. And <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of time, lot of t downtime at sea, and we had no comms at all. There was no radio, nothing. We had a cassette player, and Le and uh, oh, I was going to say Lely, that's her name. My daughter, my sister, my sister and I just listened to those tapes and and. Uh, you know, and we had never seen the movies, so we didn't know the stories. But we 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 made up the stories with the um, with uh, with the uh, dolls that I'd made hand handmade rag dolls, and just listened to those tapes again and again and again. And I think that was that was really that's my that's where I I guess that's where I just knew that I loved this. You know, I love to sing. 
I just loved it. And, and also maybe be... uh, the roots of your composing because you, were, you didn't know the story, so you made up your own. That's... Yeah, we that, well, we made up the stories for sure, yeah. You know, I didn't actually start writing songs until my, my mid to late 20s, actually. So that's that came that came later. I've always sort of seen it in uh, in uh, uh, visually, uh, I think. Oh, okay. I want to play something here from Liar Flower called uh, Mud Stars.
time, not so long ago, things were not so bad, we just didn't know what we had. No, we didn't know what we had. What we had. If we'd known what we know now, we'd have done a million things more. That were bad. Trying to avoid strife, getting something done, but just not enough. Remember, try to get something done. Life can be rough, but you gotta get your projects done. Watching people live on TV seems a waste of time. If you ask me, start living, living a life of your own. Start a moving and a grooving and a making something that's your own. Shoulda had that girl, shoulda had that world, shoulda done this, shoulda done that, stir crazy. Get moving. Life is not a joke, but it sure plays tricks on you. If you find somebody that you like, don't let life pass you by. Get moving. Get moving. You gotta grab life by the balls. As we know today, all the things you've done, all the games you've won, all the things you made just ain't enough. Get moving. Get moving. Grab life by the balls and live like there's no today. bad we just didn't know what we had no what we had if we'd known what we know now we'd have done a million things more that were bad we were living life trying to avoid strife getting something done but just not enough remember try to get something done life can be rough but you've got to get your Projects
haven't been able to do it, but I wish I could have given my daughter a, another one to play with, you know, because <laughs> it's that's it's my relationship with my sister is so so uh, it's it's um you know it's it's kind of everything really. It's the root to yeah it's, yeah. it's, it's a reason to be really you know. Uh, so. uh, what do you say? Fundamental. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we heard uh, Mudstars from Lair Flower. Then uh, Spine, brand new, dot IM with 019. Vivail, stir crazy. Radio keeps me on the ground from IC Hawks in LA and Great Willa. Uh, Lauren out of New York City with Suicide Note. K Saluda, that's K. Uh, from Black Flag with Gurgling Cod. Bilge Pump out of Leeds in England with You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Blonde. And Strike Slip, brand new project with John Talley Jones and Urinals, Drama Queen, finally Liar Flower. My brain is like an airport. My so brain is lit like an airport. Lit like an airport. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay, Jane, I'm sorry. Yeah, I think there's a slight difference. It actually. makes a big difference. Airport <laughs> and then lit like an airport. So yeah. the airplane can land. Uh, so, mm. so you know, being on the boat and stuff, okay, so you get, you you do get back on land. And uh, did you do the? And you're telling me you didn't write songs till your twenties. Me too, early twenties. Yeah, I mine was a bit later, I think. Yeah, uh, but uh, so did you copy songs? Because I did some of that. Oh well, you know, the, the, uh, there is a big, there's a big moment that happened actually, and and uh, I I only just sort of grapple with this just recently out of the memory vaults um but i made a tape and i was singing along with um uh with stevie nicks uh, on rumors uh, on uh, dreams i was just singing with her you know i had her singing in on one tape and i sang along with her and recorded it on another tape Fleet and uh, for, some, for some reason my sister had that at, at uh uh, at boarding school, I'll be really quick with this. Um, she'd gone there because we'd come back from sea and we had no money. We had like 50 quid and a boat. And my dad went overseas to work. So she'd gone to boarding school, but I refused. And um, and one day, one of the kids' father walked into the dormitory and heard that tape playing. Mel had taken it. And it was uh, uh, a, uh, somebody called Glenn Johns, a producer. Yeah, right. And he... And he asked about who was that singing, and he invited me to come and sing with, with his and his son's band, who was Ethan. Wow. So that was that happened to me when I was like fifteen, sixteen, and uh, so suddenly I was playing around in a huge, yeah, huge, Glenn, Glenn you know, John's made Who albums and stuff. Yeah, yeah, Led Zeppelin, yeah. And, um, so that was. So yeah, you just happened to know his son? Wow! <laughs> he asked me. He, yeah. He asked me. I mean, that's just the chances of that happening. Yeah. So out that. Of the blue. So out of the Ethan blue. and I messed around for a bit, and uh, you know, tried to make, tried to make, make songs together, and you know, as fledgling sort of atrocities, and uh, and then you know, it it. Uh, it, it, you know, I was, uh, I was, it, it fell apart. He and I were together, you know, as a sort of like teenage love thing. And then that fell, fell apart. And uh, I was suddenly, I was suddenly without that. We were going to go to LA and, you know, 
become rock stars and that all <laughs> fell apart and I'd lost my scholarship doing art and so I just went to London and that's how and then I started answering ads for bands yeah and uh what do you mean like in the, the melody maker or something yeah okay. it was the melody maker wow. yeah. <laughs> I, I I I went on some pretty you know some strange strange adventures and uh, uh eventually answered first person to answer an ad that Crisp and Gray put in the Melody Maker for a female singer. And uh, that's, that became that became Daisy Chainsaw. Now, was that scary? I mean, uh, just cold call know. like that? No, what, you mean answering the ads and yeah. going around town? I, I don't know who you have. You know, no, I don't think it was scary. I mean, okay, I, okay. I, you know, I'm used to having my heart in my mouth anyway. Because so. I would have <laughs> so been scared shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got into funny. music to be with yeah. my friend, you know, and to answer an ad. No, I, mm. I've heard of stuff like this and people, uh, yeah, being really lucky. Did you have to go through a lot of ads before you found Crispin? You know, I think I did maybe three or four. Oh. I remember one, and, you know, that's just all landline telephone in those days. Sure. And so you go and uh, meet up with, uh, you know, I remember sort of wading through sort of knee deep of beer cans or whatever in a, in a squat to... <laughs> to go and meet some guy in his in, in in his room. I don't I don't remember what happened there but that one didn't work out. Um very yeah, no, no, yeah, a couple more um mundane ones. I remember somebody asking me if I cut off all my hair or something. And I remember <laughs> thinking that was a deal breaker. And, yeah, uh, not too musical. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think they're testing me to see how how you know, committed I would be to their vision. <laughs> you just don't yeah. say how high, uh, uh, if I'm going to jump, it's how high I'm going to jump. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I met Crispin and I was very, uh, I was quite, you know, he he had these very strange razor sharp cheekbones and he was quite, quite, uh, I, I don't know. It's quite. I just was like, "What is this? Who? What is this one about?" I, and he, I wasn't. I wasn't sold, you know. But he he was very persistent, and and uh, uh, we 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 uh, found our. You know, we were in a rehearsal studio for for two years or something, and nobody else was calling, so I kept turning up. <laughs> but you, you knew you had the music bug from that. Uh... The previous thing, making the music, you just wanted to be in a band, right? I had to, yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. I had a, I did have a good music teacher at at um, school. I got a jazz pianist, and he he picked me up and and me and was having me sing uh, jazz standards like after you've gone. And he was really good to me and gave me so much of his time. And do you remember I just, his name? You, do you remember his he name? Was, he was Dave Lewin, jazz, jazz pianist. Okay. Yeah, I looked him up recently, a couple of years ago, and he's still alive. That's great. I, I do. I, I mean to, because I, I actually I owe so much to him, because he really, he you know he he uh, he he really gave me his time. And uh, I try to tell yeah. people a big thing in music is people. It was that way in the old days. It's still that way. It's always going to be about people. You know, we're yeah. at the end of the first uh, hour. May 20, 2020 edition, my Pedro show. Special guest, Katie Jane. Hold tight for hour two. May 20, 2020, it's the second hour. What for Pedro? 
See myself in the hell of my. 
We'd like to dedicate this to uh, the memory of a guy who was probably the best electric guitar player that ever lived, or right, so far, I think, including John McLaughlin and Chad Atkins, Jimi Hendrix. We didn't write this song, but uh, interpreted it quite well. We're going to take it a little bit different place. So, apocalyptic vision for you all on a Saturday night.
Children.
So we started the second hour off with Ruby Throat, throat doing hoo-oo. And now, the way I arranged the songs, I didn't really know the chronology. But Because so, Ruby Throat's down the road. What's what's really early is what I'm going to play last, Daisy Chainsaw, right? Mm, yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, with Crispin, that was, uh, what project was that, there, Katie J? That was Daisy Chainsaw. Oh, that, that was, was like Daisy the, Chainsaw. That was the... Okay. After that was, I, yeah. So that's I when you first effect. doing um, like gigs and uh, with yeah. the teenage thing, you didn't do as much gigs and recording, right? No. Oh uh, well, like no, there was recording with that uh, with um, with Ethan. Okay. Uh, but I don't, ha- I don't, I don't have any of that. Okay. But with Crispin, you're two two years in a practice pad. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. We, yeah. you know, I think I was really dragging my heels. Okay. But finally, you started <laughs> playing, right? You guys start. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We, and, and yeah. Tell me about the first gig, the uh, first Daisy Chainsaw gig. What was that like? Well, you know, I'm not, I'm not uh, built for it. <laughs> 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 so you know, I got one foot on the accelerator and one foot on the brake. Yeah, that's. And and that's that it. that's really that's really that really sets up a, a really you know a lot of friction. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> So was it a big gig? Was there a lot of people there? I'm sure there was probably nobody. I think it was. I think it was actually the Bull and Gate in in um, Camden, okay. uh, a pub a pub gig. But the the the, the uh, strange or fortuitous or odd thing that happened was that first gig of our lives got reviewed in the Melody Maker uh, because crispin happened to work with an aspiring journalist and uh, you know in his in his row rubbish day job thing um and uh yeah they were they both were and so our first gig and this guy got his first piece piece in the melody maker jonathan self so now what was it like uh, so yeah that first gig was reviewed what was it uh, like to read about yourself well you know i i think it gave us uh Gave us like, oh well, you know, okay, that's what happens. <laughs> that's what happens in London. <laughs> you, you play a gig and you know, in the Melody Maker, and I think maybe, maybe that's, you know, maybe that gave us a, uh, I don't know, a, a sort of uh, jolt. Uh, 
I don't know. Maybe it just maybe the, the maybe if you kind of say, oh, the doors open real easy. Maybe they just kind of do. Okay. <laughs> magic maybe. carpet. Yeah, magic know. carpet ride. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. I mean, it wasn't. I don't think it was a good gig. I won't won't pretend that. I don't think it was. I well, was, you know, first gig, right? Uh, you know, a rabbit in headlight. And all that, and uh, you mean like I think, a deer, a deer I, I with the headlights? Uh, there was something that happened. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I saw a gig very shortly after that. Where? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and now, now, uh, tell me that story again before all the drop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, no overdubbing. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you saw. Um, you said you saw a gig right after your gig, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did. Yeah, I I saw this band with Crispin at the Mean Fiddler, and it was a band called Some Have Fins, and I saw this 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 singer just wearing it all, yeah. all his all his neurosis, it was all there, and I just I that was uh, you know that was a transmission to me. I just went okay, 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 you you just you don't you don't pretend to be something, you just be this, Whoa. you be what. It is what is happening in this body right now. Sure, sure. Be it. Just to have be that instead of trying to be something. And, uh, you know, that gave, that just gave me the, the sort of uh, whatever. They, they gave me, uh, it just, that was it. That sort of. It was like the go. That, they get, he, that singer gave you the go. Here's the geo. Yeah. yeah I, yeah. I want to play yeah. lesions in the brain. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Good. The cross and the lace and the red eyes Late for the run on the rain I walk the dawn and I drink for the sunrise I walk the dawn time again I watch the mystery, watch for him watching me Watch for the mystery song Checkpoint the jelly of someone's divisions And I won't be waiting for long Visions in the brain
kind of rose as I fell, I fell, and I fell. The problem was they had removed all the ground piece, and God, I kept falling to hell. And as I'm waiting for someone to catch me, for someone to stop my insane fall. Song's a PSA for turtles, and it goes like this: If you wanna save a box turtle, if you wanna save a box turtle, that's crossing, yeah, crossing the road. Just pick him up. Put them on the other side of the road. If you want to save a box turtle, if you want to save that box turtle, he's in danger of getting squashed by a goddamn car. Don't take him with you. Yeah, don't take him with you. Don't take him with you. I'm gonna tell you why. 
box turtles live their lives within only one mile and if you take them away they'll die yeah they'll die alone and sad they'll try to get home They'll end up dying alone and sad. So if you want to save a box turtle, you want to save the box turtle, that's about to get squashed on the road. Pick him up. Yeah, just pick him up and put him on the other side of the road. Oh, 
people. That was lesions in the brain, just wearing it, you know. And, uh, 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 but the, uh, Lala Shwari, uh, the name mm. of the projects? Yeah, yeah. Tell me about it. Okay, that was uh, when when I was uh, in the third band, a uh, second band, Queen Adrena. I started just um, assembling my, getting my toys together. Yeah. Uh, you know, a four track tape tape uh, tape machine, and uh, that's um, that was my that was make, keeping me sane actually. Uh, in in the in the in the in the in the uh, um, you know, behemoth, I think that, that Queen Adrena was, and uh, that. So I just started writing with my broken toys and bits of uh, crappy, crappy stuff. Non-musician, making making it up. And this was like uh, a woman alone, just you. Yeah, actually. Well, okay, that song that we just played. Yeah. That that was actually uh, just improvising in my room with Orson Orson Wadji, who 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 was our bass player. I. I He's a, he's a, an incredible bass player, actually. He's an incredible musician, Orson, Orson is. And uh, so, yeah, we were just improvising and writing. So that actually wasn't, that didn't come from the Broken Toys. That just came from, that came from um, improvising straight onto the, onto the full track in, in my little studio. Studio, I mean studio as in one room that you live in. Uh, it was I don't mean a recording studio. The bunker. Uh, yeah, the bunker. Yeah, yeah. Alcazar. In, I've been to the yeah. Alcazar in Sevilla. Yeah. Uh, yeah. After that, we heard uh, OMFU, Old Man Fuck You, out of Knoxville with the Box Turtle song, Few, out of Tokyo with Scat, Ha Ha Tonka Heart with Arkansas, and finally another, Lala Shawri. Am I it's Lala Shawri. Am I pronouncing that right? Dark Angel. Yeah, Dark Angel, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, I didn't make that with Broken Toys either, yeah. Okay, well, these are the t the tunes that Howard gave me. He should have gave me yeah. some Broken Tune toys. I mean, yeah. Broken Toy <laughs> tunes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot those ones. <laughs> so, you, did uh, Daisy Chainsaw, did it have a kind of rough ending? Well, you know, kind or of... Or just ran out of gas? Are we running out of gas? Well, oh, the, no, the no, Daisy we're not. Chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, it just—I uh, think, you know, they turned around and told me I had to do another world tour, and I was, I was, I was just, I just was, um, I was just, I was just shredded, yeah. and uh, I, uh, I uh, shaved my head and uh, just uh, went. I don't think I can do that. Uh, and I walked away from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A big difference, right, between making music in the bunker and then world tour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it was so young as well. Yeah, you know? right, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I did. I look back on it. I look back on it uh, quite. Quite. <laughs> now I'm remembering. Yeah. <laughs> I'll keep. Yeah, I look back on it. Fondly. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, yeah. What did Papa, yeah. Uh, Popeye said, I am what I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I am what I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's the same thing, you know, it's sort of that the, uh, wasn't ready to do that right away again. 
you sure. know, I wanted, needed to go and make sense of what had just happened. And, um, and you know, you know uh, I, I think I've also ha- always had this uh, compass thing going on where I've uh, not wanted, and I, 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 so there's two two way thing with this, but I've not wanted something to get too big. Right. Um, or unconsciously not wanted something to get too big, right? Because I'd either be uh, get lost in it or, or um, lose lose uh, you know any yeah. yeah the overwhelm and lose control of over it. Um, I, I got to the position where he, very in a small in a very small way later on where you end up paying other or you sort of responsible for other people's. Uh, paycheck to a degree and that's really uncomfortable place to be in especially if you want to be creative right yeah yeah if anyone's got any design design on you or you or or or, you know you're booked out a year in advance i've never really been in that position but i just i know i i I know i something in me just won't let me do it i i do literally fall apart so i can't can't turn up for it i'm not very happy about that because you know, <laughs> no, but, but on the other hand, I know, am happy about it, actually, the pop, as well. The pop group once said, self-defense is no offense. So, you know, it, it doesn't feel healthy. I think you did the right thing. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for saying that. And yeah. I take, We're yeah, at the end of the I know you're, you're someone that knows as well. Yeah, so. about 40 years of the racket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're at the second hour, May 20, 2020. Special guest, Katie Jane. Hold tight for our three. May 20, 2020, it's the third hour of the Lot for Pedro show. Say 
Jesus started to pattern say for the exercise seen on the edge of the God don't talk about it. She got up from the table and went to the same place she picked up a bottle for the blue violence. That one is supposed to be better than the state. I don't think I'll ever touch a martini again. She gave up and sat there. This time near the small table that supported the telephone. Maybe they are gone, she said to Sheila's parents. Sheila lingered on the pier for a bit. After last night, I thought maybe you'd be cool with me. I know what you mean, my God, you're such an octopus, and that's all over. She gestured and raised her arms upwards to the parents. The thing is, after a while, I'm tired of hearing that. After all, I didn't really do anything. the center of Waldo Jeffers' head, it split slightly and caused little rhythmic arcs of red to pulsate gentler in the morning sun. 
Pedro show. Start off the third hour with Kitty Collar Tight from uh, Queen Adrena, hmm. which uh, people were actually going backwards. So <laughs> off the air, me and uh, Katie Jane were talking about maybe it's kind of like archaeology. So as you're digging, the earliest stuff is the last stuff you find, <laughs> and the stuff yeah. up top is like the more recent. So yeah, that, that's me today. Yeah. So. <laughs> There's a method to the insanity. So, okay. We had Euphoria's Destination out of that Hero's Quest. And Swenson Klein out of Quebec with Hot Keys, the uh, side B. And Lance Aquarius 
Yeah, Jesus lives in Mexico. You know, if you, the, you're named Jesus, they uh, usually call you Chewy, because nobody wants to call you Jesus, right? And um, Paul Jacobs, after that, with laundry, dream phases, clear skies, uh, living more for the hell of it. And finally, cold fish, Queen Adrena. So how does Queen Adrena fit in with the uh, La Shari and... Uh, Oh, Lalashwari. Yeah. Well, uh, let's see. Um, well, uh, well, I Lalashwari. I was like, you know, doing that on my own in my in my right, uh, right. in my nest, in my up in the treetop. Uh, yeah, just trying to make sense of all the noise that was Queen Drina. And that was like a decade of, of well, I think, all eight nine years of that of that uh, of that noise. That all, you know, I've been wandering around after uh, Daisy Chainsaw, like exploring going up to the lake district and recording rivers and howling and somebody called it the other day uh what was it they called it uh scream of consciousness instead of streaming <laughs> well i thought it's really beautiful isn't it scream of consciousness and lake, lake, uh, that's by carlisle right on your way to scotland right yeah and it's it's just so beautiful have you been up there well i've driven of course you know the west side of England, and then you go into, it actually is, very, very, there's a lot of rain, so there's a lot of green. And there's, you know, there's many mountains, really, and I lived there in a purple house with an old woman called Varia V, I'm going off track, that's, uh, yeah, so I've been uh, doing that, and uh, right, you know, I had this idea of putting together all this elemental music of the, of the waterfalls and uh my scream of consciousness and poetry and that was the plan and uh, i came back to london to put all that together and i was and then i ran into crispin from daisy chainsaw again yeah and uh we'd sort of you know started tiptoeing around each other again and uh and um put together queen adrena but i was quite i was quite sort of furious because I'd sort of been just uh, sort of I'd sort of fallen out of my utopia into this sort of rock behemoth kind of thing and, and so I I struggled with Queen Adrena actually sure. but I got in you know got in too deep <laughs> and I, I don't know if you might you might empathize with this but bands can be quite tricky and once you're in it can be quite difficult Sure. To get out and all that, and uh, and if something's so-called working in, in 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 quotation marks, it's sort of it's quite hard to walk away sometimes. And uh, so yeah, that that that's what what happened. That was my thirties, really. In my thirties, was Queen Adrena. Cold fish. Cold fish. Cold fish. Well, I want to play uh, something from Daisy Chainsaw here. Uh, Love your money. You guys kind of had a mm. hit, right? Yeah.
these things get left behind. Your favorite music, the places you love, the people you knew, your memories of a life gone by. I hold you dear, but life is relentless. At least your anger is gone. You were my mother. I considered you a real class act. Maybe, just maybe, we can connect with the timeless. Still we measure it. Days on days, a life on a life. Mile markers stand along the highway. They slide by into eternity, where I will join you. Nothing can stop everything receding into our concept of time immemorial. Not appointments, not occupations, not even love. So you have all of this and nothing. The evidence is marked by those odd mileposts.
Lot from Pedro Show. Last music for this edition was actually Katie Jane's first music. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> love your money. And then Zola Jesus. We had her on the show a couple weeks ago. Ashton Bone. Joe Burr after that. Mild Post. Uh, yeah, both Wisconsin. Huh? Uh, when Your Work Speaks for Itself. Part 3 of 5 from Henry Kaiser. Huge piece. It's beautiful. Spends mm-hmm. a lot of time in Antarctica uh, skin diving. Mm-hmm. Uh, for work. I mean... <laughs> Oh, Not yeah, that's one of my dreams, actually, to get under the ice with the beluga whales. You know, he, he helped make some music for a Werner Herzog movie that was made down there. Did he really? Yeah, oh, Henry Kaiser, goodness. great cat. He lives mm. up, uh, by uh, the city, uh, Santa Cruz. And then Groove Crater Method with uh, Loose Booty on Third Stone, single version of Brother Philip and Big Bear. And finally, Lovely, Ugly, Brutal World from Daisy mm-hmm. Chainsaw. So, so, so what, what is your plan right now, Katie Jane? Oh, my goodness. So I'm looking out of a window. And actually, you know what? There's, I got a boat, and we're getting back on our boat because we sail around the world with our, with our, our baby girl and uh, Chris's teenage son, and we're just waiting to get back, on, get back on the boat, and we will sail away down to uh i think we go to portugal and we'll be there for a while and then i don't know you know if if uh the doors open we'll go and tour europe and you know if we're people allowed to stand next to each other or something in a room we'll go and play some music we'll go and play live flower songs on the boat you're going to record uh yeah, we are gonna record on the boat. Yeah, it'll be more. It'll be more. It won't have quite so much amplifiers. Um, it, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Only Back so to much the space in the boat. Yeah. Uh, where can people find you on the internet? Well, I got. I am you know KatieJaneGarside dot com. Yeah, there that's is great. that, and then there's I, I'm on you know Facebook, and I'm I'm Garside. Katie Jane on Instagram and uh, our record, the live flower record, uh, Geiger Counter is out on One Little Indian. Yeah. Uh, so we usually do them all ourselves, but this time because of great current craze around the planet, uh, we couldn't get access to our printers. So uh, we went through a label, through One Little Indian. But that, that, they, they put out some good stuff. Yeah, I had a really good relationship with Derek Burkett for many, many years. He put out Daisy Chainsaw, actually. So he put out the first band, the first okay. band, and now he puts out Liar Flower for me and Ruby Throat, actually, and Queen Adrena, actually. <laughs> That's great. So you got always got a, a plan B in case you're yeah, primary. He, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's always been really good to me. You know, yeah. I mean, you put in some time. What about uh, if a younger woman... Or a guy, just getting in this music racket stuff, asked you for advice. What would you tell them, Katie J? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I think, oh my goodness, I think I, I don't know if I could give advice on anything to anyone. I think that's probably the best I've got, Mike, on that. I, I don't think I could ever assume that. Um, but I... I I did go up in the mountains and do that that scream of consciousness thing, and I think yeah. that's a really good thing for anyone to do, and find out what their voice wants to tell them, um, and don't 
you know, I'm wary of some of this stuff, but there's uh, uh, it's what we're all reaching for here. But, you know, there's this idea of being sung rather than singing, rather than trying to sing. Uh, but I think you have to you have to go and make a real lot of a lot of noise without any inhibition yeah. uh, in order to find that. So I guess maybe go for the go and go someplace where you're completely uninhi- uninhibited. The, the, the place and, the, the place was important, huh? That purple house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it really was. It was really important time there. And after I came back from that, a long time later, actually, I found out that it had actually been a hangout for lots of poets and actors and and um, musicians, but I, I'd never known that. So Ted Hughes had been there, who I was a poet that I really loved, and he'd actually been living in that house. Uh, so it was really, yeah, it's a very magical place. Got burnt down. It doesn't exist there anymore. But oh. um, yeah, a standalone wooden purple house in Newlyn Valley in in the Lake District. It's very very magical place for anyone to go to that is utterly beautiful with waterfalls and mountains well maybe everybody's got their own kind of purple house where they can do their scream of conscious yeah they gotta find it yeah that's for sure yeah so that's advice i guess yeah Yeah, i like that i think that's really good advice i wish somebody would have told me that 50 years ago (laughs) maybe they did i was hard of hearing or something (laughs) hey jane it's been a huge honor to have you on the show thank you so much i wish you the best with you and your family's little voyage here, it sounds like it's going to be kind of creative. Thank you so much. It's yeah. such a it's such a, a sweet thing to speak to you, Mike. I really, really, really enjoy it. Enjoyed that. Well, thank you, people. It's been May 20, 2020 edition Wild Pedro show. Keep your powder dry. <laughs>